Hi there, and welcome to episode 52 of the Smart English Coach podcast, the podcast which helps you get to advanced English level fast. This episode is for you if you would like to be more sure of yourself when you speak English. One of the biggest fears about speaking English is that people won't understand you. And there's nothing worse than saying something and then people look at you in confusion. It can be embarrassing. So what sometimes happens is that you dumb down. That is to say, you use easier words and phrases. Now, this isn't always a bad idea if your audience doesn't have a high level of language. And this was one of the things I spoke about in an earlier episode, which was the unexpected disadvantages of being at advanced level. But if your audience does have a good level of English, or maybe your audience are native English speakers, what can you do then to make it easier for them to understand you? The inspiration for this podcast came from an image that someone shared on LinkedIn. This image showed the elements of speaking fluency and it gave each one of these elements a percentage. So, for example, confidence was 14%, expressions and humour was 20% and so on. It was interesting that also at 20% was intelligibility. That is, how easy you are to understand, how intelligible you are. And that's the theme of this podcast episode. The things that you can do to be easier to understand when you speak English. I'm going to look at a couple of areas. And those areas are pronunciation and what I call rescue English. So when it comes to pronunciation, there are a lot of things to get right for clear speaking. We can start with individual sounds. So the differences between f and v, i and e, l and r, for example. And for this, you can do minimal pair exercises and I'll put a link in the show notes for you. Another area of pronunciation for greater intelligibility is word stress. Now, this is a big one. The wrong word stress can cause real confusion. So, English is a stress-timed language. And with words of more than two syllables, there will be a primary stress. The other syllables will have less or even no stress. If you stress the wrong syllable, then you can change the meaning. Here's a couple of examples for you. The word is damage, not damage. So age is how old something is and dam is a mild swear word. So if you wanted to say that smoking damages your health, then the word is damage and not damage. Another example is manage, not manage. So for example, you manage a company, you don't manage a company. When you stress the wrong syllable, it also alters, it changes the flow of the sentence. So the wrong part of the sentence carries the meaning. So how can you improve your word stress? I think the most important thing here is to be aware of it. There may be words that you use a lot which you will need to get right, especially for work. 
There are also word stress rules which can help to make you more aware. Obviously, there are always exceptions to rules, but there are some good general guidelines. Another pronunciation area to be aware of, especially for intelligibility, is pausing. Now, pausing is a great technique because it helps you to express meaning. And in general, we pause before important information. I'll give you an example. The most important thing is... And here's your little pause. When you do this, people are going to listen to you. They want to know what that most important thing is. The other thing that pausing does to help you to be more easily understood is that it slows you down. Now, some languages are fast and some people might typically speak fast. But if you speak too fast, it may mean that you eat your words. Pausing will help you to concentrate on the message that you want to give. So the second area of intelligibility is what I call rescue English. If somebody doesn't understand what you have said, you're going to have to say it again. And this is rescue English. There are three ways that you can do this. First way is to rephrase. So you might say something like, let me say that another way, or in other words, or what I meant to say was, and then you say it in a different way. Or you can repeat. You could say something like, let me say that again, or I'll try that again. And then you repeat your message. Perhaps this time you try to be clearer. And the other thing you can do is to summarise. So you might decide that you don't want to repeat or rephrase the whole thing, but you just want to give the main points. You could say, so in a nutshell, or to briefly summarise. I hope that you found this episode helpful and it's given you something to think about to be more intelligible when you speak English. By the way, if you want more tips for fluency, I'm giving a free workshop later this month. It's by invitation only and I'll put the link in the show notes. There will be a few prizes in this workshop as well, which I think you will love. And just a quick reminder, if you liked this episode and found it useful, make sure you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Just go to the page smartenglishcoach.com and scroll down to subscribe. Many thanks for listening and I hope to see you in the workshop. Speak soon. Speak soon.